This is episode number 87 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined by Sarah Fate. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate you and to entertain you with all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at Middle Country Public Library. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. We are uh, into the fall now. Weather's all over the place, yeah. but we're, uh, I think we're, hey. we're hand- <laughs> handling it. <laughs> handling. Uh, just you know, winter's uh, winter's cold hands. I like the cold. Are just I don't like around the, the corner. rain. That cold rain. Yeah, or the rough. muggy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's rain. Bounce. Just want to be at home, like curled up. It's just a strange time of year because it's like air conditioning on one day, heat yeah. on the next day. It's kind of yeah. all over the place. Anyway, uh, let's jump into our mm-hmm. segments, and I think Sarah, you're gonna go first this week. Okay, so I um, well, I love the I love the fall, although October is not really. Yeah, I feel like the weather is shifting, mm. so like November is no, now okay. the fally month. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I do like Halloween, so um, I will talk about some scary stuff yeah. in the next few episodes. So I have eleven of the most terrifying books of all time. This is a Kirkus review list. Okay. Now we know that there's a lot of lists like Book Riot. Right. There's like, you know, <laughs> like Tom. Book Riot. <laughs> like, Book Riot. <laughs> like the one and only Book Riot. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Kirkus reviews and um they're pretty they're pretty good with their reviews. They're very yeah. thorough. They have some good lists. However, yeah, you know, everyone has different tastes. So right. I don't know how they came upon eleven and not ten, but here you are. So Because it's like uh, spinal tap, it goes all the way up to eleven. 11. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't think they go in any order. So I'll just start off. The first book that they have listed is Cujo. Okay. By Stephen King. I'm just gonna leave uh read a little bit of the summaries. Not all of them though. Okay. So Cujo, for those who don't know. That's the dog one, right? Is written by Stephen King. (laughs) Yes. These are kind of funny. These these are taken off of our website. So a family's 200-pound St. Bernard is transformed by rabies and the insidious guidance of demonic forces into a terrifying monster. Oh, Oh. Have you read it? No, I know. I don't want to read it. It's a movie too, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think it's one of the better Stephen King movies. I think his movies are hit and miss. So, Um, okay. So we have Sharp Objects by by. Oh yeah. Jillian Flynn. Yeah. Um, that was also an HBO series, which mm-hmm. we do have. So we have all these books, by the way. I didn't realize that was horror. It was scary. It's scary. Yeah. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. I would say. So fresh from a brief stay at a psych hospital, reporter Camille Preaker faces a troubling assignment. She must return to her tiny hometown to cover the murders of two preteen girls. For years, Camille has hardly spoken to her neurotic, hypochondriac mother or to her half-sister she barely knows, a beautiful 13-year-old with an eerie grip to the town. Dun-dun-dun. Um, <laughs> let's see, she's back in her old bedroom in her family's Victorian mansion. Camille finds herself identifying with the young victims a bit too strongly. So it's a psychological puzzle of her own past. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good miniseries. I did not read the book, so no, I'm not sure the Amy Adams was nominated. For... She should that she That's was right. good yeah. in that. She, yeah, she was really was poor and Amy Adams. She's like the uh, who was that soap actress that Susan like, Lucci. Yeah, she's like the Susan Lucci <laughs> of uh, like she major didn't win for that movies. boxer movie with. Um... No, I don't think she did. She was nominated. Yeah, yeah. Christian Bale won, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, Imaginary Friend by Stephen Chops- Chopsky. If I pronounce it wrong, this is a new book. That sounds new. I feel like I've 
Yeah. Song on the news. And and he is, you know, an upcoming scary author. Single mm-hmm. mother Kate Reese is on the run, determined to improve her life for her and her son, Christopher. She flees an abusive relationship in the middle of the night with her child. Together, they find themselves drawn to the tight-knit community of Millgrove, Pennsylvania. It's as far off the beaten track as they can get. Just one highway in and one highway out. At first, it seems like the perfect place to finally settle down. And Christopher vanishes. For six awful days, no one can find him until he re- emerges from the woods at the edge of town, unharmed, but not unchanged. Mm. He returns with a voice in his head. Only he can hear. With a mission, only he can complete. Yeah. yeah. So, it's... Like a creepy kid? Creepy kid. Story. Single mother. It's creepy kids. Yeah, yes. Hilarity <laughs> ensues. Yeah. Uh, Broken Monsters by Lauren Bukes. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. I've heard of this one. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Really? I've only heard of Cujo, and, and again, because of Sharp Objects, it was a show. That's the only two that oh, I've heard. Oh, okay. So Broken Monsters, this is um, an older book. Detective Gabriella Versato investigates after disturbing displays that fuse the bodies of murder victims with those of animals Ew. are uncovered in abandoned Detroit buildings. I've heard of this, and it's supposed to be very good. Yeah? Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of supernatural, a little bit of horror. Okay. Yeah. So we have Strange Weather by Joe Hill. I mean... Right, we know who Joe Hill is, right? Sam. I don't. I'm sorry. Am I a bad librarian? This isn't. Now? Yeah, it's not my wheelhouse here. Oh, really? Um, I believe Joe Hill is. Isn't he the son of Stephen King? That's his like oh. pseudonym. Oh, okay. Well, I know Stephen King has a son that writes yeah. with him. So uh, I'm. You tricked me. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, it's Jonah Hill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> his other alter <laughs> ego. So we have Strange Weather by Joe Hill, and that's uh, this is a short story. So it's four short novels by master horror writer. Explore classic literary themes. Through the darkness of the supernatural. Hmm. Yeah. And then just to go over, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Terra by Dan Simmons. And that was also made into a TV miniseries. Okay. And I All believe right. that's about, that. that's like a historical horror. And it's about, um, I think, an explorer, the ship goes to Antarctica and then they get like. That sounds Familiar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Annihilation. That was also That's a, a book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. World War Z. Also oh, a movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Silence like of the Lambs. Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And uh, Gerald's Game. Another Stephen King. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there's bound to be more than one Stephen King on yeah, this list. I mean, it's like his, the master. his thing. Yeah, I'm surprised Gerald's Game is in there. I think that's more of a psychological sort of, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering back. But so, yeah. So if you want to cozy on up. <laughs> with a horror book, you know, check out one of these. And yes, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Aha, uh-huh. okay. In fact, yeah. if you look at the picture, it looks like Stephen King went back in time and copied <laughs> himself. Oh and, my uh, gosh. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Definitely, definitely related. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so, and we have all of these in the library for people to check out. Nice. Very cool. And it's a great time of year to do it, right? Mm-hmm. To check these out. And yeah. All the way up until Halloween. That's right. Right? And then after that, you know, it's the holidays. So, <laughs> like, immediately after. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks, Sarah. You're welcome. Nicole, what's going on this week? Um, not terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very lovely, actually. It's Teentober. Um, that's YALSA, the Young Adult Library Services Association. They're kind of pushed to make a whole month about teens, that's which nice. is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd love to see that. More stuff for teens, uh, recognition of teen stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to list off some of the programs that we have this month for teens, that there's still a space left of, you know, nice. if anyone wants Great. to sign up for them. So this Friday is the 80s dance party. Woohoo! Um, if you don't follow us on 
the teen Instagram. So it's at MCPL teens. Um, you should. And yesterday I just posted like a whole long story with all different like 80s trivia questions. Let's so see. See if you can get them right. It's it's pretty easy. Some are a little bit tricky, um, but overall, it's pretty what was one of them? Um, you can't stump us on eighties. Yeah, no, it, I like I just showed pictures of things. So like picture like stills from like TV shows, oh, movies, okay. uh, musicians, and like video games. Oh, nice. Like all from the eighties. <laughs> see if they can get them right. Cool. And some people did. That's great. Good job. Um, so if you did I'm get sorry. it right, I'm sorry. Come does, to the party. Insta- does Instagram tell you like people getting it right and wrong and all that kind of I stuff? I can see it. Oh, you can see it. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see their responses. And then stories uh, last for 24 hours. Cool. So I was thinking today, or around the time it'll expire, I'll like, put up the answers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you guys can know if you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have the 80s dance party this Friday. That's um, in Selton at 630. And then on Saturday, we're going to have a Super Smash Brothers game tournament. Mm. So that's fun. A lot of people love Smash, so come down play. Mm-hmm. Our teen tech club. So if you're into tech, you will um, you can join that club. That's with Mr. Matias, who's very, very tech knowledgeable. So mm. you'll get some like really good you better be. information. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I would say join that a club if you're interested. Um, then on the 17th as well, there's Dean Club, which we've had going on for a while now. We mm-hmm. have like a nice solid little group. And uh, so if you know um, a teen who's into creating stuff, even just like hanging out, like just, you know, you don't have to make anything. We have some teens who like <laughs> doodle, you know what I mean? Haven't really made anything. It doesn't have to be artsy. You no. can be writing poetry so, or yeah, short stories. Yeah, you do anything. You just like want to hang. Just come down. Just hang out yeah. with us. It's <laughs> like, the beauty of zines. Yeah. And like we, if you don't like want to make them, but you want to like peruse them, we have like a concoction does, like, that just keeps growing. So, you know, you can look at them. It's just like a fun time. Um the song recording workshop that's for two Mondays that starts on the 21st we have someone from an actual music recording studio the person who um, actually does all of our sound stuff for Island Idol mm. um, he's gonna come down he's gonna like bring some of his equipment and he's gonna show you how to like record music so you do not have to be a musician okay. this is something that I was like um, adamant about like because I like music but I don't know how to play music right. but you don't necessarily have to to know about like beats and numbers and beats per minute. You know what I mean? Like, you could hear things. Yeah, I don't know. The point is, you don't have to play an instrument or sing or do anything like that. If you're just interested in music in general, mm-hmm. I think this would be an interesting workshop to like, come down like to. music engineering, I yeah. think is the term. Yeah. yeah. Great. So that's, awesome. um, that's going to be a two-week session. So that's going to be super fun. Um, as always, we have Minecraft. That's on the 29th. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you and your friends want to play Minecraft, come down and play Minecraft. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the month, on the 30th, so right before Halloween, we have a zombie makeup workshop. Mm-hmm. And that's with another like professional like makeup artist. And he comes down and, te- and he came last year, I believe, and it looked really, really cool. So if you know any teens who are into that kind of makeup or like even – um, but special effects special makeup. Effect, yeah. yeah, special effects makeup. Like that's like a super fun. You don't have to know how to do it. He'll teach you everything. And he has like mm. all the supplies and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So there's just fun team programs for October. You know, it'd be a cool movie. So there's a program at the library that's about zombie makeup. So like the person who's teaching the program comes in full zombie makeup, does like the whole entire program, you know, like does the whole thing and then leaves at the end, like and like disappears into the night. And then, like, the real teacher walks in, like, just normal person says, I'm sorry, I'm late. I don't know. It's like, because it's a real zombie. Uh, that'd be kind of boring, though. <laughs> no, that's a twist. It's a twist. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Right. It's a 
it's short. It's yeah. not like a two-hour uh, so, <laughs> cinematic feature. It's a short. So uh, great, great programs this month, yeah. uh, Nicole, and we have awesome programs for the teens all the time. All the so time. That's great. So yes. awesome. All right. Thank you very much. And for our focus segment this week, very happy to have Janice Boscarino from our public services department in the studio. Hello, Janice. Hey, Sal. How are you? I'm great. You? Good, good. Um, and the reason why you're here today is because something that's happening next year uh, kind of got me thinking that this would be a good time for folks to know about this service that we provide at the library. So really quick, before you get started here, let me tell you about the Real ID Act. Do you know about the Real ID Act there, Janice? I actually do. Okay. So, um, and I didn't realize this, but looking this up, this was passed by Congress in 2005. Oh, I didn't know that. That's I crazy. it was more recent. I know. So did yeah, I. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> in 2005, they created this act. It is the Real ID Act, and um, it uh, creates standards for uh, folks as, IDs, you know, um, how they could get into federal facilities, how they can get into um, nuclear power plants of all places, hmm. as well as what most of us will do, and that is boarding a federally regulated commercial aircraft. Right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so this all goes into effect next October. So on October 1st, everyone who flies in the United States, this is inside the United States. So if you're going down to Florida, you're going to California, you need to have a real ID. And real ID is something different than what a lot of folks might have right now. So if you have a driver's license right now, you take it out, take a look at it. Does it have a star in the corner? If it doesn't, or if it doesn't say enhanced driver's license, then you probably don't have a real ID. Now, some of the things that you can use for getting onto airplanes starting next October is uh, a real ID driver's license, which we just mentioned, a uh, Department of Homeland Security trusted traveler card, a, a U.S. Department of Defense ID, or <laughs> or a uh, a U.S. passport or a U.S. passport card. Now, Janice. You just happen to be a passport agent. I do. Can you imagine that? That's amazing. And here I am. <laughs> and I bet you folks might not know this, but we are an official passport. What is the official title here? We are a, an official passport facility. Facility. And then we have passport agents, agents. who work here at the facility. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> so tell us, Janice, what is the process here? Let's say I want to get a passport. Right. What, what can I do through you here at the right. library? Okay, so... But at the library, it's by appointment only. Okay. We ask that you call the library at our main number and you dial extension 300. You will always have to leave a message, but we get back to you. We say within 24 hours, but we usually get back yeah, to you, you within an hour. Yeah, you guys are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we, we try to stay on top of it. So we offer the service Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. First appointment at 9.30 a.m. and the last appointment probably about 6.15 in the evening. Okay, so that's when the that's the period of time that appointments are available. That's correct. Okay. And the first Saturday of the month, just in the mornings. Oh, from great. 9.30 to the last appointment would be maybe 12.15. When most people call in for the appointment, they have already downloaded the application from the 
U.S. Department of State's website, but they don't have to do that. They can come into the library and ask to get the application. The application gets filled out, not signed. Okay. So it gets filled out for the person who it is. So if it's a parent filling out for the child, it's the child's information. When they call for the appointment, what we tell them is you need several things to come with you. First, if it's just an adult, we need to see your valid tri-state area driver's license. Okay. We need the original and a photocopy of that. Then we need your birth certificate, the original or a certified copy, and a copy of that as well. That original birth certificate is going to go with the application. Yes, that leaves. Right. And then it'll come back It to will you. come back on a separate cover. I know okay. people don't usually like to part with their birth certificate, sure. but if they've never had a passport before, that's the only option. Mm-hmm. If they have an expired passport, we could use that as their proof of citizenship instead of the birth certificate. We will then take the passport book, submit it with the application, and that too will come back to the person with its stamped expired. If it's a child applying, they need to either have both parents present at the appointment because we need both parents' driver's licenses, copies of them, and the child's birth certificate. Both parents' names typically are on the birth certificate. If not, that's just a separate issue to address. If the parent can, both parents cannot come to the appointment, then they have to fill out a form ahead of time for the non-applying parent that has to be notarized saying that the dad gives the mom permission to get this done. Sure. So there's different fees with that. The adult fee to the U.S. Department of State is $110 across the board. Mm -hmm. If it's a child, anyone under 16, it's $80. There is a processing fee to the library for everybody. It's $35. And we also take your passport photo here, which is very convenient. Incredibly convenient. Yes. So that's an additional fee to the $35. It's an additional 10. So it would be 45 here to the library, but it's a one-stop shop. Exactly. I just want to speak of renewals because a lot of people call about renewals. You renew yourself online through the U.S. Department of State um, if it was issued within the last 15 years. It's Otherwise, you'd have new. to start fairly, fresh. Yeah, fairly right. new. We have nothing whatsoever to do with renewals. Have nothing to do with renewals. Nothing. Okay. We don't process the paperwork. The only thing we would do is if someone needs their photo, they may come say, oh, can I make an appointment, which you still need if it's just a photo, still have to make an appointment. For your renewal. Okay. But a lot of people, I don't know, they come to us or they go elsewhere for that, but we don't process the paperwork at all for our renewal. So these are for new passports? Correct. Okay, great. Adult and children. Correct. And a child, if they got it when they were one and now they're five, because for a child, the passport's only good for five years. Sure. It's not considered a renewal. They still have to start fresh because under 16, it's still considered a brand new one. Okay. Understand. Very good. So folks can call 631-585-9393, extension 300. Correct. To make an appointment. That telephone call is the kind of the reach out to us. And then we'll call back and actually talk about, okay, these are the days we're available. Absolutely. And then work out the schedules. Correct. I call and my colleague also calls. It's just the two of us on the phone. Or can, can folks email us? Yes. And that would be at passports at mcplibrary.org. Org. And yep. I'll also put in the show notes uh, a link to the Passport site on our website so Fabulous. folks can go straight to that. Yeah, that's See great. everything, all the information that we talked mm-hmm. about here today. And uh, and that's just really quick to mention, that's here in our center each building. Yes, center each only. Center each only. Great. Yep. Yep. Well, Janice, it's a great service. Yes. I think you're going to be very busy now because, you know, besides the uh, the real ID, you know, if, if you if someone just got 
a driver's license rather than updating it. Maybe they maybe they're thinking of traveling somewhere outside exactly. the U.S. This is a great opportunity to get get two things at once and, and set it up. Yep. Great. Thanks so much for coming down. All right, my pleasure. does it for another episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. If you'd like to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. Or if you have an idea for a show, please email us. And that email is Nicole Rambo. Go. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. MCP. Well, the email, oh. the email. What's podcast. The email? Yes. Podcast. Oh, it's just, I thought it was with the S. What has the S? <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, listen. I don't have access to this yes, email. Exactly, yes. So it's not really that big of a deal that I don't know it. So it's podcast at mcplibrary.org. Okay, what's podcasts? Well that's the mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. Alright, a little confusing just to say that. <laughs> or even easier is our Podbean site, right? Yeah. And I'd like to welcome all of our new listeners in Europe and in South America and Asia for listening to us. Don't laugh, it's true. You can get there from MCP, mcplpodcast.com, and uh, please go there. MCPL Podcasts with an S. Podcast. One, no S. No S. Dot com. Stop, you're confusing people. <laughs> I'm <there>. confused. <laughs> go there and uh, sign up. Follow us on pod, on the Podbean site, and then you'll be able to interact with us with our comment section, which is all of us. So, so for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sally Vincenzo. We will see you on the next show. <laughs>